For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Brooklyn Brewery on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Cortland Cuevas, Chris Larson running the show. And you, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. That's the all-new patented official Scalzo and Brust talking text line. So, go no, ahead. No Josh DiMaggio today, Greg. Yeah. We, we got Chris Larson and Alex Strofe with us, or Cortland Cuevas, who we got over there. Were you not listening when I opened the damn show? I, I said the names. I found out my headphones were, were dead, so I put on different headphones. But regardless, here in uh, with I'm with Chris, uh, Chris Larson here. Why the hell do you have it pitch black back there? It's it's Memorial Day. It's like, not pitch black back here. Yeah, it is. It's it, got some ambiance to it. There's no light, some light there. Light. Yeah, there is. It's Memorial you can see the light Day on right weekend, here. Chris. I need, I need good energy out of you. Look and at it's the like light above me. You can see that it's on. You're like Batman right now <laughs> Batman. in a cave. <laughs> So that bothers you. Yes, I just I have I have amazing. Well, it bothers me that it's so bright in there by you. What's wrong with you? It's Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> Chris, do you have dimmed lights like at your house? Are you somebody who doesn't like the lights on very often? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And if I know one thing, Ben Bruss is a big lights on kind of guy. He wants to make sure whoever he with can uh, can see him very clearly. Um, I can see him very very clearly. Yeah, Chris in this instance can. Um, so as the body's deteriorating, I like the lights a little darker, Greg. I so see. you're at home now. You're a lights off guy. I'm a lights off guy. I used used to love the lights on, but now I party with the lights off. All right. Well, that's. Uh, I'm glad that we've got that settled. Yep. Uh, we will be bringing the Friday energy today, as we do every Friday on Scalzo and Brust, even if Josh DiMaggio isn't here. Um, ben, I think we're going to have it posted, but we did get the video of Josh DiMaggio chugging oh, yeah. a wonderful-looking Brooklyn uh, brewery beer. Uh, I think it was the Brooklyn Summer Ale that he had there. and um, I was very jealous when I saw it. Now, he's outside, and it doesn't feel like Memorial <laughs> Day weekend right now, but it will tomorrow. So do not waste time. Head on down uh, to wherever you can find some Brooklyn Brewery. Pick up yourself a case because it's going to be 65 and sunny tomorrow and you're going to want to be cracking a few open. And that's the thing. If I know Josh DiMaggio, he picked up tons of Brooklyn Brewery um, and he's not scared of the weather. Like Josh will have already in the hour that he's been drinking them enough to not feel the weather. You know when you reach that point of drinking where like weather doesn't exist? Josh, I bet, is already there and I respect him for it. Whoa. 
On Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, you can find it retweeted, I believe. But uh, Ben Brust put it up uh, on his personal account, which you can follow, at Ben Brust, on Twitter. Uh, and he asked the question, continuing our conversation from the end of yesterday's show, and if you missed yesterday's show or any of our shows, you can get the Scalzo and Brust podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, and on and on. So check it out, download it, listen, subscribe, rate, review, help out the Scalzo and Brust team here because you are part of the Scalzo and Brust family. But on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust, you can find it. Coming from at Ben Brust, the question is asked, if the Packers communicated with Aaron Rodgers about the Jordan Love pick before the draft, would he still be upset? Because that is the narrative that we have now, right? It wasn't about them drafting Jordan Love. It was about the fact that they didn't communicate with Aaron prior to drafting Jordan Love and that he was sitting there on draft night expecting a wide receiver, and the next thing he knows, they trade up for Jordan Love, his potential replacement, and he had to pour himself four fingers of tequila so he could feel a little buzz that night because he was that upset about the pick. Now, he's not saying he's upset about the pick, the fact the pick happened. The narrative right now is he was upset that it wasn't communicated that the pick would happen or the potential of the pick was there. However, 77% of the Scalzo and Russ family said even if he was notified about it beforehand, he still would have been upset. So that being said, Greg, wouldn't it wouldn't we be safe to assume here that it's just an accumulation of the way Aaron Rodgers has been treated over his 15 years as a Green Bay Packer? I mean, just specific what do you mean by the way he has been treated. Because again, I think that, that that's a pretty broad statement. Cause, Correct. Because because I don't know where the mistreatment has been necessarily, and that's where I think you and I have kind of landed. Like, what's what's the more here? Like, there's got to be something more. That set Aaron Rodgers off at some point, you know, because when he has me- to be. when he mentions on Kenny Main Sports Center, it's about the people, it's about the culture, and all of this. Like, 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 it's been pretty good for you, Aaron. You know, you just went to back-to-back NFC Championship games. What is it? Like, what? What is it? Tell me what it is, because. The Scalzo and Bruss family is saying right now, even if you knew before the draft they were going to have to draft Jordan Love, you may not have had four fingers of tequila. You probably still would have had three. You would have been mad. You probably wouldn't have felt as publicly embarrassed that it happened on draft night and you didn't know it was coming, even though you weren't publicly shown uh, on TV the day he was drafted. But he spoke about it, and you could feel the excitement that he had before the draft. Because before that NFL draft that they drafted Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers was talking about how he was excited for that draft because he wanted to see a position player draft. And then it was like, ha, ha, ha. Everyone made the same lame joke. Who the Packers, nine of the last ten years, drafted a defensive player. They drafted a, uh, excuse me, a defensive player. They drafted a position player this year. It happened to just be a quarterback. Ha, ha, ha. So he just, he's mad about something. And I just want to get to the root of the problem eventually. 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. We'll open up the phone lines for you. The Scalzo and Russ family get 800-990-3776. What do you think if Aaron Rodgers was notified about the potential of uh, of Jordan Love being drafted or any 
quarterback being drafted in the first round, would he still have been upset? And I think it is a fair conversation to have um, because, again, that's the main reason, right? That's how this got tipped over the edge was that they didn't communicate properly with him. He didn't feel appreciated. He didn't feel appreciated after the end of the season, not getting some sort of commitment on his extension to guarantee future years. But a lot of that stemming from this lack of communication around the Jordan Love pick. Eric chimes in, says they did. Uh, Goody said in that the Packers were open to taking quarterbacks. Now, I think I get that, right? And there's there's say, a difference, well, don't you think? Aaron should have been aware, but there is a big difference, yes, I agree, between Aaron should have been aware about that and Goody saying pre-draft that he wouldn't hesitate to take a quarterback in the first round if the top prospect fell that far. Like, you don't know... You don't trust anything about the NFL draft in the media if you're a player. You would expect a Goody to come to you and have that conversation with you directly. And quite honestly, if my organization wasn't looking every year for the best quarterback, because when we look at that position, it is the most important position in football, I I think that'd be a failure by the organization. Now, I think the part that also rung Aaron a little bit was – They really wanted Jordan Love because we can't forget that they did trade up for Jordan Love. They gave up that third-round pick for Jordan Love. Fourth round pick, but yes, I, I, and, and, and I don't even know, but like, how bad did they want him? They didn't trade up for, to 15. They didn't trade up to 10 to get him. He fell deep into the 20s, and many had him as a top 10 prospect in the draft. It, it didn't feel exactly like Aaron Rodgers because they didn't have to trade up for Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers was a guy who was expected to be potentially the number one draft pick. He fell into the 20s, and Ted Thompson and the Packers jumped on him, and it turned out to be one of the great decisions in the organization's history. The difference being being is there were three like other quarterbacks pre-draft that were ahead of Jordan Love the three that were drafted ahead of him that year Aaron was supposed to be a top no, the number one quarterback or even a top five pick and he fell all well, the no, way no he wasn't it was hey is, the, is the 49ers going to take him or anybody else but he was passed on by 23 teams in the NFL draft it's not like he was oh this guy is guaranteed to be in the top five so I do think I mean I guess that's why I think there are some similarities there uh, even though yes who was it It was. I'm trying to think who got drafted ahead of Jordan Love there that year Herbert Bur- uh, Herber- Burrow Burrow Burrow, Herbert, and Tua. And Tua, yes. Uh, the three quarterbacks taken beforehand. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776 is the number you can get into the show. We'll open up the phone lines here quick. Uh, if uh, if anybody wants to get into the conversation on a Scalzo and Brust Friday edition, um, Across ESPN. Fry Yay is not allowed on this show. We will not be saying Fry Yay ever. Nailed it, Benny. Just, I just Nailed want it. that to be clear. Why? Who's? Who, I feel like you're taking a shot at I'm something. not. I just think it's lame. I've seen it a couple times, and I'm just like, Fry Yay, that's so lame. Ron in the key asks, one or zero. Is Josh DiMaggio drunk right now? Ben Brost, one or zero? One. Yeah, I'm a one there, too. You could find that video of... Josh DiMaggio pounding a Brooklyn Brewery summer ale on Twitter at Scalzo and Bross. David Smerling responds to the poll, that being if uh, Aaron Rodgers was communicated with by the Packers uh, about the Jordan Love pick before the draft, would he still be upset? David Smerling says yes, because his feelings would be hurt either way. Me, 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 me. That's a good description of Aaron Rodgers. 
Were you just looking at your phone right there? I feel no. like I just caught you being very no, 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 distracted no. by what was happening because you just took Chris yes. Larson. You are yes, in I'm there on my with phone, him. But was I'm the Twitter account today. I'm the Twitter account today, so I'm going to be looking at my well, phone. Well, since it's nice and bright in there by him, I can definitely see him looking at his phone, yeah. You are, you are taken off of the Twitter account. You are no longer allowed to look at your phone there. I will handle the Twitter account as I have been today. What the heck? I can't be I can't be talking to you and then having a long pause because you just flat out weren't paying attention to what I was saying. You got Larson in the dark over here if you need to talk to somebody. But 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 he's got you in the light and you're staring at your phone like you're watching a You're YouTube such a streamer. snitch by the way. That was so lame. What's that you cupping in your hand there a phone? Oh, it's a yeah, phone. Yeah, okay, okay, I'll drop it. All right. It's go. off my Can you can, can can you confirm that I've let go I of my phone? Can confirm you dropped it. Yes, cuz it's very bright in there. <laughs> Uh, see, I think Chris Larson is just actually giving you direct Gosh. feedback because he cares about you and he cares about the show. Are all producers across ESPN Wisconsin just a bunch of hall monitors that are lames for crying out loud? Homer joins us next. We'll ask him who is the lamest producer he's ever worked with, plus what he thinks if Aaron Rodgers would be mad. Uh, still, if the Packers communicated the Jordan Love pick with him properly. That's next on Scalzone Brost. It is Friday, a Memorial Day weekend. Should be a holiday too. Scalzo and Ross, presented by Brooklyn Brewery. We are across ESPN Wisconsin. Ben Brust getting his dance moves in here. T-shirt Friday for Ben Brust. It's a nice T-shirt, though. In my head, a nice T-shirt. In my head, it's a nice it T-shirt. Is, if you were going to make fun of the T-shirt Aaron Rodgers this morning after no, video on vacation. No, this is not comparable to the crusty, gross white T-shirt Aaron Rodgers has ben, been wearing. the collar is stretched on that. You what must you? have worn that thing a lot. This literally is brand new. It's not stretched. I've worn it twice. It's a great t-shirt. He's Chris, I'm in the light, as you had said earlier. You can see me. This is an average t-shirt. All I can say is this now this is not a v-neck. That guy's not a v-neck. So you're anti-v-neck. I'm anti-v-neck, yes. Okay. Well, you're, are you anti V-neck in general? Or, yeah, in general, or, yes. You know what? Greg, we're not giving. We're not going gonna down say, this road. Greg's a big V-neck guy, so you might have upset well, is, him. Well, if you have an undershirt, it has to be a V-neck. I want to get Homer in on this as well, yes, because yes. then you can't see the undershirt underneath the shirt that you're wearing. I would never wear the V-neck as a shirt shirt, but I'll rock the V-neck as the undershirt. Homer, do you wear an undershirt, and what kind of undershirt do you wear? Is Homer from Homer and Tony two to four ninety four five ESPN Milwaukee joins us now. Again, always happy to be on the dad and the criminal. Um, <laughs> I have never worn a V-neck T-shirt. Um, Good. I thought they were ugly from the time I was eight. But I want to emphasize, I have also never worn a T-shirt under a shirt. See, I, I never understood that either. I, I, I'm not a big guy of wearing a uh, of a double T-shirt as well. But I'm I am with yeah. Greg. If you well, go, it's not if a you double T-shirt, though, well, I'm, I'm saying like I I have a button down that I wear. Then you you want to have I want to have something underneath so that when I sweat, I can sweat on that. I and hear not you. The 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 other. Shirt. I don't. I don't. I must not sweat enough to feel necessary, or maybe I don't care that I. Then maybe no, we're we're all in agreement that if you like I've seen people who wear two t-shirts as like a look like they wear two t-shirts and you can see the bottom t-shirt and, you, and it like is over the top it's just a bad look. I think we can all agree that. Uh, 100% yes. Okay, thank you. All right. At least we're all on the same page. Homer before we uh, we entered uh, this segment here 
Ben Brust was lamenting that all producers at ESPN Wisconsin are, what did you say, lame? Hall monitors and lame. Who is the lamest producer you've ever had uh, here at ESPN Wisconsin? Uh, that's clearly what a criminal would say. I, I've never had a lame producer. I don't. I uh, agree, Homer. I love our producers. I, uh, did I say uh, I didn't I love I mean, them? I think, what? Did I say I did not love our producers? I just said they are hall monitors and lame. Oh, oh that it's special that you love them. They're... Their their job is you make fun of their job, but you say you love them, so that makes it okay. I mean, yes, in my head it uh, does. I don't, clearly, well, that's uh, is this that's, adding that's, to my that, criminal record? No, this is not criminal. This is just the the world we live in. It's all fake. Everyone to be fake. So if you ask somebody how they're doing and everything, and you say I love my producers, yes, they have they they have a pathetic job and do basically nothing. But that's okay because I said I love them. Uh, no, it's not. So, that, but see, that's, that's not what I'm saying. In. As long as I ask everybody how you're doing, then I'm a nice guy. Even though I don't really care how they're doing, and nobody else does really, but they just say it as they walk by. Yeah, hey, Gre- how you doing? Fine, fine. How you doing? Okay, good. We're- Greg, I had a very that's weird encounter with Homer, too. like literally right before the show started. Homer walked out of the studio, and he's, hope you, had a, hope you have a great weekend. And I could tell he was being Correct. fake, and, I, and I'm, I'm really taken back uh-huh. by it. Oh, yeah, you're really taking back. Now, that's another lie. Um, actually, you were kind of amused. You wouldn't know I was making it up, but Tony Smith was right there to say, you know, he's just making this up. No, I knew um, you were full of crap. Well, how would you know he's full of crap? Because you had like a grin on your face. Thing. You, you, you oh, had a weird little oh, smirk. So if, so if I say have a good weekend with a grin on my face, which would be a happy uh, feel of a happy presence along with. Uh, but anyway, I want to help you guys out on Rogers. This is so easy. <laughs> You don't um, know anything about the situation. You just yes, are like, oh, he's going to start next year. There's no I issues. Have sources. I have my sources. Look, Aaron Rodgers has only one complaint, and that is he's wanted a guaranteed contract. He wants his years guaranteed. Now, I admit I've stolen this from Jason Wildey, but he's made it clear from the beginning. So the recent comments he made about the organization, it's like, you knuckleheads, the organization, don't you realize about the image? I represent the, you know, the, your team. All the benefits you've, benefits you've had of me as the quarterback. If you understood my importance in all these different ways and all that I've provided and done for you, you would clearly give me the contract extension and show your appreciation in that way. The premise about Homer. talking to him, what? Then why, have, why hasn't he accepted the extension that's been offered? I don't know what has been offered, and neither do you. No one knows what has been offered, and it's the key will be when we but, find but, but out what, nobody knows off, what hasn't been when offered. When he's been offered, and if he ever signs it, the fact why that he wouldn't sign win? it now. What? You keep moving the goalposts. It was just they need to offer him an extension. Then it matters when they offer him an extension. And no, you asked you... why he hasn't signed it yet. I was going to tell you. He may not have signed it yet because he wasn't happy with when they first did it. But the key is if they've been given this, and you don't know how much it is. I don't know what how much it is. Agreed. If, in fact, he's been given that. What? I said agreed. And so you have to be careful when you say this. It would be very much Aaron Rodgers to just punish them for a while and make people be mad, but then eventually sign before uh, the season starts. But that's what he's wanted from the beginning, from way back. And the premise about telling about Jordan, uh, about his being drafted, anybody who questions that doesn't understand who and what Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers would have been offended by them telling him about it if they're going to do it. Like, 
What? You think because you tell me this makes it okay? Don't draft him if you believe in me as your quarterback. So drafting him and then thinking, oh, we need to tell Aaron that makes everything okay, offends him. What makes and they this knew impossible? that, and that's why it, they were smart if they didn't tell him, because it doesn't make any difference. He's going to be bothered by the fact that you drafted him, and telling him isn't going to make any difference. In fact, he's going to think, these people are so stupid, they think by telling me that makes it better. Really? You can't be make, that dumb. What makes this impossible then, Homer, is that we keep getting different reasons, right? I've heard 20 different reasons. Wildy has been on with us and talked about how the way that he wasn't notified was a part of this. So you're simplifying it down to the one thing that you think it is, but I've heard 12 different reasons why Aaron Rodgers doesn't right, want to be a Green Bay Packer right. anymore. The, the and then every you, time you address it. Is, hold on. The reason you've heard that is because Aaron Rodgers is mad about everything at some point in time. He's always mad, which is also one of the reasons why they're not totally upset that he's mad. He's always mad about so something. So now you're you saying he needs an extension. What? So now you're saying that the reason is he needs an extension, but if the extension was offered too late, that might not count as an extension, and we don't know what that extension is, even though it's an extension, which is all that he wants. So, again, we continue to allow him to move the goalposts through subsidiaries or just guesswork because nobody wants to just hold it accountable that there's one person holding this damn thing up, and it's number 12 Aaron Rodgers. We, you don't know what's been offered, and again, the key is of holding up exists only when training camp starts. If he's holding this up now, it's, it's, they're just fiddling and diddling. So, so there are so many parts to it that we don't know exactly what he was offered. And again, to say and hold him accountable for not accepting the offer counts only when training camp starts, when he needs to be there. So, Homer, it sounds like if you were the general manager, your strategy would just be, you know what, we're never going to draft a quarterback. We're never going to look out for our future because it's going to make Aaron Rodgers mad. No, I think they wanted, and, and uh, Dad was right, the, the thought of them trading up in the first round is disingenuous. They traded up, but it cost them nothing. Generally, when you trade up in the first round for a quarterback, you're, you're trading really early in the draft, and it's costing you once and stuff like this. So they really didn't trade up to get him. Um, but, yeah, there, there's, a, there's a risk there. It's also possible that you could sign him to the extension and still keep Jordan Love. See, um, I, but that's not also fair because, like, fourth-round draft pick or not, like, they've, they've picked good players in the fourth and fifth round that have been successful for them. Aaron correct, Jones being yeah. one of them, a fifth-round draft right. pick that just signed a huge deal. So it was something that they gave up. Don't just poo-poo the fourth-round draft pick. No, I am poo-pooing it relative to other teams that have traded up in the first round to get a quarterback. This is not discussed as trading up. This is discussed as similar to other situations where teams have traded up for a quarterback in the first round, giving up major picks, right? Trubisky and others, teams move up. That is how this is talked about as they traded up in the first round to get him, being compared to other teams that have traded up to get quarterbacks. But Homer, it's still coming yes. after an NFC Championship game where, like, that pick could have been valuable to help them in the that first round pick could have been of value for them the next season. Yeah, it could have been. Also, the development of the young players and other things. He, yes, if you want to bitch about that one call or the pick, but look at the other development of what they have done to improve the team. 
He and the other debate, this is the absurdity of the whole thing if we're talking about that. You don't want offensive players. The only reason the Green Bay Packers have not won more Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre is the defense hasn't been good enough. And if Aaron Rodgers really cared about the team, he would have required the firing of Barry before he comes back. This isn't an offensive problem. They didn't have they, – they were the number one team in the off, offense in the league. They gave him the kind of head coach he wanted, and Rodgers was right, to improve the offense. What's kept this team from winning is defense. And so if Aaron Rodgers was really supposed to be upset about the team, he'd be upset about the defense. Their hiring of that defensive coordinator is 100 times worse on the surface than anything they've done offensively. Uh, and I the agree, guy's a loser. It should be about the defense. I'm not going to call him a loser quite yet. Uh, you know, well, no, wait. He's been a loser. He no, may he's, not be I, a loser he's talking hit. about a loser is, in the, right, the win-loss. Given, no, no. Given, and I will uh, let those in the uh, Dad and Criminal Institute look this up, but I don't believe that any team has ever hired a defensive coordinator whose four previous seasons have defensive coordinator ranked as 29th, 30th, 30th, and 29th or whatever. Now, they may have hired him as a linebacker's coach. I don't believe in the history of the league anybody with his resume as a defensive coordinator has been given a third opportunity with his pathetic performance. He could turn out to be good, but nobody's ever done. And and the story that came out, which is legitimate, I would assume, is that LaFleur liked the way the defense was run with him when they played against his team. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really. I'll be honest. I don't really care about that. Lafleur didn't have the best offense of uh, numbers when he was the offensive coordinator at Tennessee. What I want to get to you, uh, with you, okay, Homer, did not is, have the is, best is, numbers. Was not last or close to last. Yeah, they, they were twenty-eight or twenty-nine. Years. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Okay. Now, did he then get another job? No, and Homer, Homer, we're done. We're moving on from this, Greg. I, I want to ask point. you about Aaron Rodgers right now because I want to understand yes. from you, Homer. You've known him for a long time. You see him now in Hawaii with his hair long and his white T-shirt right. and he's singing. What do you make of it? Do you think Rodgers is going through a midlife crisis right now? Uh, he's not old enough for a midlife crisis. Um, 37 years old. Yeah, what's the average lifespan? Well, but what a midlife, he may be going through a late life NFL crisis. Midlife crisis is like in your 50s. I, thought, I, I, I don't know. I'm not there yet. I don't know when the. I'm just saying he's, I, he's changed over I, the last I, year I, in ways that people normally don't change unless they're going through something uh, at this point in their lives. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's found somebody that he feels thinks a lot like he does. And I think he's, uh, he loves the time that he spends with uh, Shailene. I think that's changed. Um, but as far as the foot, football part of it, do you, do you think he's a different player? I mean, yeah, I'm, he I'm, is a different player. He played one of his best seasons sitting back, just letting the offense develop and developing with that offense. But right. no, I think I think he bought a you know twenty million dollar mansion in Malibu with his girlfriend, dumped his girlfriend, ended up dating a younger actress in Hollywood, got engaged in nine months, uh, decided right. to grow his hair out, decided to start talking about how much weed he's smoking, uh, and ended up basically trying to quit his job. And to me, not when showering you take him out of the NFL. That makes it seem like a man who in his late 30s is going through a midlife crisis. I feel like Homer, Aaron Rodgers needs you to go up to him and say, I hope you have a great weekend because he needs your positivity right now. 
I think you have, uh, Dad, I think you have spun things all in that particular direction. Oh, uh, and throwing in like he quit on his job or something. He hasn't quit on anything. That's you true, Homer. What's go, your percentage you now? Not, here, remember this quote. You can't not go to school in the summer. You can't. No one can say, hey, he quit school. It's the summer. You can't quit school in the summer. You can't you go quit to, the NFL in If you, if you in go May. to school 15 years in a row and not show up, it kind of feels like you're no, quitting. No, 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 no. The summer is not school. This is not NFL time. We're done he with you. We've never done this before. Fine. That was some rain. You know what, Homer? You have a great weekend. I hope you can still no, hear me. He I doesn't want, he doesn't want you to say I promise he does not want you to say that to him because it's just fake. I actually mean it. I actually so mean it. So do That's I. That's the difference between me and you. <laughs> no, you don't at all. One or zero coming up next. That's Galso and Bros. Presented by Brooklyn Brewery. Flavorful beer for flavorful people. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Chris Larson in for Joshi DiMaggio today. Corlin Cuevas as well, running the show. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. Big thanks to Homer for joining us last segment. People thought we were fighting with Homer. I thought it was a good conversation with Homer. I thought it was healthy. Uh, and I thought it was good. I mean, he came in, he kind of, um, you know... Uh, uh, he called me a criminal down, again. But yes, he called you a criminal again. Um, and uh, it's always good talking to Homer. If you missed that, if you missed any of Scalzo and Brust, you can catch any Scalzo and Brust episode wherever you listen to podcasts. The Scalzo and Brust podcast. Download, subscribe, listen, uh, rate, review, do all that stuff for us because you're part of the Scalzo and Brust family. Speaking of Scalzo and Brust family, Chris Larson, who is uh, in for uh, uh, Joshi DiMaggio, today will help us lead in some one or zero are you a one or a zero that's the question you have to ask yourself are you a yes or a no there's no such thing as a gray area life is binary it's just a one or a zero he is ben brust i'm greg scalzo we're your contestants chris larson is your host he asks us a question we say one for yes zero for no there is no gray area it's that simple Chris, take it away. All right, guys. Reports out of the Packers camp report that Jordan Love is showing signs of progress from last year to this year. One or zero, there's a better than 5% chance that Jordan Love is a pro bowler for the Packers. I'm going to go with one here. Because Mitchell Trubisky, if I'm not mistaken, ended up in the pro bowl. So just by saying that, I feel like I have a good argument. Yeah, one. There's a better than better than a thirty percent chance that Jordan Love is a Pro Bowler for the Packers. There's ten quarterbacks a year that make the Pro Bowl, and uh, you have to do it one year. He's in a good offense with a great offensive head coach. Jared Goff made multiple Pro Bowls. I good believe. offensive like, you have a line. Lot of very average quarterbacks that make the Pro Bowl. Um, uh, yeah, uh, one. Greg, this is my favorite time of the year when we get to jump to conclusions from players when we see Twitter accounts in sh- when we, we get these players in shorts in the backfield, the defensive players. He's in the backfield with no pads on. Jordan Love just with shorts, no defense, showing signs of improvement. We just jump to conclusions. I love this time of the year. 
Yeah, but I also do think that, like, there, there is something to this guy is throwing the ball better. Better, I know. Passed. I'm just saying it's fun that, like, e- even the fact that they're just in shorts, we get to jump to conclusions. It, yeah, it all matters, Benny. I think with this one, though, uh, Pro Bowler, because obviously it's easier to make the Pro Bowl than it be all pro. What about one of zero five percent chance that Jordan Love is an all pro for the Packers? Now you're making it tough for us, Chris. Love. I mean, I'm going to go and one because, like, I'll give it a ten percent chance. You know, like it, it's close enough where I can make an argument that it, it's higher than five percent. But there's just so much unknown that I'll give the unknown a chance, but not a big chance. Just more than a five percent chance. I mean, there's really only two, two all right? teams, right? There's first team, second team. Ah, uh, I think Would, I think I'm gonna have to say zero. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't mean that he might not be good. Oh, I thought you were saying a zero percent chance. I was like, what happened no, to the argument zero, a second I ago? I, I mean, over five percent means that it's over five percent likely he's gonna be one of the two best uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. You got to put Patrick Mahomes in there pretty consistently. I know Jordan Love is a first uh, a, a first round pick, but uh, I can see him as a top ten guy, a top five guy. I'll go over five percent. A top two guy, it's tough. That's what would Goody say? Two two and a half percent. Would Goody answer one or zero? Obviously, you say one because the job depends on it. Kind of true. All right, moving on here. Uh, is it Kaylee or Kylie Teller? Kaylee. Kaylee. Kaylee Taylor posted a video on Instagram of Aaron Rodgers and her singing a Taylor Swift song in Hawaii. One or zero, Taylor Swift makes good music. Um, gosh, Taylor Swift, everyone loves her. I don't even know how to answer this question, Greg. You know me and music. Like, to people. No, I don't. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean I know you and music? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know why this question is stumping me. I'm just going to say zero. Like, answer, Ben. Why are you being so weird about this question? Zero. To me, she doesn't. I don't listen to Taylor Swift, so she doesn't make good music. And that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. Very strong take by me. One. Of course Taylor Swift makes good music. Uh, yeah, I don't listen to her a ton, but I do like Taylor Swift when I do hear her. Uh, and, like, she's one of the top-selling artists of her generation. There's a lot of people that like her. Uh, one, she makes good music. Just because she's top-selling doesn't make it... I mean, she makes good music. Uh, see, I, I somewhat disagree with that. I, I think that... I think if you are, like, number... I'm not saying everybody who's successful in music makes good music, but if you're consistently a top performer for a decade... There's enough people there that see value in what you're making. Of course, because it's mainstream. It's mainstream, and then she makes mainstream garbage, and people are just going to eat it up. Look at Larson. I like this. But but what do you mean mainstream garbage? Garbage. Because you don't like it. It doesn't mean it's not good, Chris. Like, there's... If... A thousand people, or if if ten million people like one thing, then there has to be something good about it that connects them all. Unless you're just saying that every human being is a brainwashed leper. Uh, they're normies, yeah, they're normies. So what are you? What, what are you? Yeah, wait, wait, what do you character characterize yourself as? Uh, not a normie, no. Do you? Do you I don't not listen, think I don't listen Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift so. makes good music? No, I don't think so. No. Why? I, think, what, I just don't think I, it's very good. I mean, are you like a musical guy? My musical guy, I'm not going to claim to be a musical guy, but I know what sounds good, and <laughs> all she does is listen, all she does is make songs about her breakups and stuff like that. Who cares about that garbage? 
Everybody so breaks what, up. What, what, give me your favorite artist of the last 10 years. I don't really listen to a lot of music. Like I said, I'm not a musical kind of guy, but so maybe my so, opinion doesn't so, count in this yeah, matter. But. No, you just disqualified yourself. Well, I also, if, if like there's a restaurant that you hear from 100 people that they absolutely love, and then there's a, a restaurant that you hear from only one person. Is it a mainstream you, restaurant, or is, like a, is it like a hole in the wall? I mean, you keep using the word mainstream. She came up as a country singer, and she went into pop, and she's been So not mainstream, franchise restaurant. Is it a franchise restaurant, or is it like a hole in the wall? I, I don't even know how to How about this? It started as a hole in the wall, and it they became a franchise. <laughs> okay. It's Culver's, right? So they, Culver's so, so they started sold, as a So they sold out. Shop. Okay, so then now I, I wouldn't go there now. So you're going to the place where, like, I'm going nobody to the goes. place that nobody goes to, yeah. You're also the guy that makes your food and eats the same thing every day Wait, of the no, week. No, I have to know. What's your top most listened to music on? I know you're not a musical guy, but, but you still have something. No, I don't listen to music hardly at all. No, like, in the car? Like, I don't listen to music at all. I, was, I listen to talk radio. All right. <laughs> I mean, if you're not... But I you've heard like, songs, so you've listened heard songs, to music. Yeah, yeah I've listened to music, yeah. Give me one good artist. Give me one artist that makes good music. You know, they don't have to be your favorite. That makes good music? I don't know. Like, I don't did know Bruce what Springsteen make good music? Did the Rolling Stones make yeah, good music? Yeah, that's classical music. That's classic rock music. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> okay, so, so at least... Okay, I get where you're... I just wanted you to give me one artist that you would say makes good music. <laughs> All right, I think we can move on to the next one or zero. All right, one more. time. You, you, you want one more? You want to bring it out of time here? What do you want to do? Well, let's go one more. Chris. All right. Aaron Rodgers posted a video of himself and Bryson DeChambeau as the good guys in a Star Wars video. One or zero, being a nerd is cool. One, absolutely. I can't wait to potentially go to Disney World later in the year, go to Harry Potter World. Oh my God. I love Star Wars. Star Wars and oh Harry Potter. All day long, baby. You're the fakest nerd. Shut ever. up. Like you, no, no, you are. No, you, you shut think up. You're cute. You Don't think tell me cute if I'm a nerd or not. You're a nerd. Yeah, He's calling not. you a poser, Ben. Yeah, no, he, he can't Chris do that. Chris Larson, can you pretend to be a massive Harry Potter guy if you've never read a single Harry Potter book where you want to go and spend thousands of dollars to go to Harry Potter World and you haven't read a damn word of the books? Has he, has he seen the movies? All, uh, every year I rewatch all seven. Okay, well, there you go. He's part all of All eight, right? There you go. He can still be a, a, a big fan then. You just have to Read the books? Can't. No, you can't. I hate the it's you have to read series. the book guy. You, you, you're the you're being well, you're, not even, you're not even a fan if you ever write it. Why haven't you read the damn books? <laughs> There's a lot that happened in the books that aren't in the movie. That's okay. I, yeah, I'm aware of my laziness, and I'm okay that my laziness has led me to have a six piece Star Wars canvas that I have not hung yet because I'm too lazy to do that. Well, I don't know how I know he's a poser, Chris, because. I don't actually know how much he cares about this stuff. I just know he loves talking about it. That's why I think he's a poser. I dressed up as Voldemort for Halloween. No, your girlfriend dressed you up as Voldemort for Halloween. I look because before damn your good. girlfriend, before your Put girlfriend, that in Kadabra. Before your girlfriend, you were a guy that quote unquote Hated I don't Halloween. dress up on Halloween. Jeez, and now I'm going to where she wants to go for Memorial Day. I ugh, gosh. Yes, you are fall you are exactly what she has created. She is Dr. Frankenstein and you are the monster. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Again, eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. That might have I mean you I wasn't calling you a monster. There's a book called Doctor Frankenstein. It was written very many years ago. It was developed into a movie and there's a doctor that creates uh, a monster out of different parts of the body. I'm just saying that she's responsible for creating you. I didn't mean to call you a monster. Okay. The context helped. 
Yeah, I also can't believe that I had to explain to you who Frankenstein was. <laughs> 800-990-3776. Get 800-990-3776. If the Packers communicated with Aaron Rodgers about that Jordan Love pick before the draft, would he still have been mad? We both think that he would. We both think it's just window dressing. What do you think? The Scalzo and Brust family next. That's Scalzo and Brust. A remix. On a Friday, Memorial Day weekend. Don't show. Ben Russ, Greg Scalzo, Chris Larson in for Josh DiBaggio, Cortland Cuevas, and you, the Scalzo and Russ family on Twitter at Scalzo and Russ, calling us, texting us 800 990 3776. Chris, is this a good song? Do we like this song? <laughs> Uh, this is uh, just an upbeat song to get you pumped and jacked ready for the weekend. So yeah, it's nothing going to win any awards. It's just it's just there. I like it. It's like, <laughs> going, it's like going it's like going to the movies and enjoying like a big summer blockbuster because it's got a lot of action going on in it. But it's not going to win any awards. Fair enough. Turn it up loud in the car. That's what kind of song it is. Uh, J-Ho in Janesville says, wow, I need a drink. Uh, this has been one nonstop slugfest on Scalzo and Russ. <laughs> has it been? I guess it started with, you and I didn't slug it out early. Then we had Homer, which we went a little back and forth. And then you and Chris Larson got after it. I mean, you, I guess, about your uh, quote-unquote nerd. Oh, yeah. We did slug it out. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's a if that's a slug it out. Dan from Baraboo chimes in eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six says, "Of course, Ben would be a nerd for two of the largest movie franchises in history." Did you did, most- so, did, did you only read that one and, and not the ten others about how they love that I love Star Wars and Harry Potter? There's not a single person here who loves that you love Star Wars and Harry Potter. <laughs> I believe that. I was just hoping maybe there was. Uh, so I, uh, Chris Larson's getting beat up a little bit on the Scalzo and Russ talk and text line because of his musical takes. <laughs> I will say that. Oh, well, apparently there's uh, a lot of Taylor Swift fans, I guess, on the ESPN Wisconsin uh, talking text line, I guess, huh? Hmm, Hilsey okay. says that your takes are crap. Um, <laughs> Josh from Heartland thinks that you need a hug. Uh, the official and official Saints fan of Scalzo and Russ, Zach the Saints fan, not in opinion on, on, uh, Larson, but I do want to point out because I think it's valuable. Zach has got two roles in the Scalzo. Home Russ family, not only the Saints fan, he's also the official and official um, racing, racing sausage. sausage of Scalzo and Russ, but he recently moved to Hawaii Spy. and he's on the Aaron Rodgers hunt. He yes. said, if I see him, I'll tell him to get his ass to OTAs. Zach, the uh, Saints fan, is now the official, unofficial Aaron Rodgers hunter of Scalzo and Brock. But Zach, no, that's not how you do it. We had the musician that Aaron Rodgers was singing with on this show earlier. You can catch it on podcast. We did it on Monday, I think. His name was Akoni. You need to become Akoni, Zach. Like, find a way to get Aaron Rodgers into your world where he's feeling loose and then get some answers, you know? Like, Aaron Rodgers has been talking about how much weed he's been smoking. Get him in, like, a, a happy, weird, zoned-out place and get some answers for us and report back to Scalzo and Brust. That is your official role in Hawaii. 920 chimes in. Uh, this one for you, Chris. says, Chris sounded like a hipster, a person who hates everything that's loved by the majority. Would you consider yourself somebody that, uh, whether it's a hipster or... Um, you know, just somebody who doesn't like more popular things. Uh, I would not consider myself a hipster, but I would say you are correct in that, that I don't like a lot of things that are, quote-unquote, popular among the masses. I mean, the University of Michigan is your favorite school to root for. That's a good point. That's like the most mainstream college but, football uh, team to root for. But, but Yeah, but does no, nobody likes them, though. It's still it's mainstream. True. 
Uh, well, there's a lot of people that like that. I mean, they have one of the no, biggest no, college football, <laughs> but they're also very hated. That is fair. They are Don't indeed, you yes. you Chipotle consistently as well? Do I remember that from your... Uh, from yeah! Your, mainstream! Your, your meal... Yeah, but I was eating there before the mainstream uh, kick at Chipotle, so... Oh! Discovered Chipotle, Chris Larson. Yeah. And Whaler54, Chris, just says, I just want a lot of bleeping saxophone in the last hour. You're going to get a lot of bleeping saxophone in the last hour. Play that dance. You you know the Dance With Me song? You played it first. Play that one again. I mean, the sax in that song makes me just want to... Mmm. I don't know what that means, but I just like it. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, Chris, you like it too. Yeah. Why, why did Chris smile though when somebody said uh, that he needed a hug? He gave me this weird smirk. I saw this weird smirk when somebody said that he needed a hug. Me a hug, I guess. They think I'm. Uh... Do you want me to come give you a hug? Uh, is, is it COVID protocols for here? Still, uh... I don't know. It's up to you and me. I'm open to it. Yeah, I can give you a hug if you want. Yeah. I feel like I shouldn't be in this conversation. I feel like I'm on the outside here just watching. Mm. All right, Ben Bruss is going to give Chris Larson a hug, and then we'll go pole dancing across ESPN Wisconsin next on Scalzone Bruss. But first, I need to give away Free Beer Friday because that's what we do. We keep the good vibes rolling right now. First caller, Madison. First caller, Milwaukee. 800-990-3776. You get the happiest producer in the world, Chris Larson, ready to answer the phone and give you some Brooklyn Brewery. That's right, a case of the wonderful, delicious Brooklyn Brewery beer. 800-990-3776. 3776, caller one in Madison, caller one in Milwaukee, 800 990 3776 to win a case of Brooklyn Brewery. What was that? Nothing. Why? Apparently, 